New report that tells us how hard it is going to be to achieve our water quality goals. 75%, as it turns out, of all land in this country contributes more E. coli to our water than what is allowed. The research looks into the state of nitrogen, phosphorus, sediment, and the aforementioned E. coli in our rivers, lakes, and estuaries, and has found reductions are required for at least one contaminant in almost all regions across the country. Director of our land and water, Dr. Jenny Webster-Brown, is with us on this. Jenny, morning. Good morning. I think we probably could have guessed this. Did we know it for sure, though? (laughs) We have put numbers on it. I guess, yes, we could have guessed this. We could have anticipated this. But but now we have clearly defined the size of the challenge, uh, uh, where the challenge is greatest to meet national bottom lines for contaminants and how much reduction will be needed. I looked at a colour-coded map, and not surprisingly, the best colours appear to be in the middle of nowhere. So if you go into a national park, you look okay. And so I'm assuming it's the urban areas that are the most problematic, or am I wrong? Um, It is actually the areas of land which are used for agricultural um, production, which are our greatest issue. So that's the seepage from the land into the waterways then? That is that is correct, yes. So who sets these targets? Because this, I'm assuming, drags in Haywakanoa and, you know, this whole ETS and what we're going to do and where we're going to do it and how we're going to... Who's in charge of all of this? this the, the limits, the national bottom lines for contaminants are set in the National Policy Statement for Freshwater Management. That's where they're coming from. They, there is a peripheral inclusion of those other pieces of legislation, but that's most directly related to our water quality legislation. Okay. And is it the council's job to do something about this or central government's? It's central government's job to to set the policy. Um, It's regional council's job to implement that policy in their regions. So that's where the rubber hits the road, if you like, and that's what's happening now. Do you understand, do, do we have the numbers, is, is, are the worst areas a result of regional councils not doing what they should have done or just a level of intensification that's unusual to the region? The worst areas are those where agricultural production has been most intensive and in some cases where the geology of the land favours um, things like sediment erosion. So it, it's a combined factor. It's not regional councils not doing their job. Some regional councils have a harder job to do than others because of natural factors in their catchment. Where is the attitude at, in your view? And and, and the reason I ask this question, it appears to me in this country at the moment we've got a tremendous amount number of issues to deal with, and these are the sort of issues that slip down the old chain and they go, well, listen, I'd love to do more about this, but we don't have any money or whatever. Are we in trouble in attitude terms? Uh, it, it depends really on whose attitude you're thinking about. Um, I don't think the public are going to reduce their pressure to have clean water in New Zealand. I think we need clean water in order to hold the markets we have for export overseas. Um, the attitude of the politicians, as I'm sure you're, <laughs> you would understand, has, has changed somewhat in the last election. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... W- you know, I, I just don't think we can afford an atti- attitudinal change at this point. We we have to have clean water, and this is definitely using national bottom lines, using the legislation we have, is is the best way to achieve that. Jenny, appreciate your time very much. Jenny Webster Brown, director of our land and water. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from six a.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.